and welcome to Be Yoga Live with Jenny B. I'm your host, Jenny B, coming to you from very, very sunny Montreal. Tried to adjust my camera a few times, and I think this is as good as it's going to get, and I am not going to complain because it's just gorgeous <laughs> here today. And uh, on the show today, we have Brandy Safran, who is a Montreal-based yoga therapist, who's also, uh, I don't know, she's in a room that seems to have better light control than I do, but I know that you're also enjoying the day today. Thank you so much for joining us, Brandy. How are you doing? Oh, very, very happy with the sunshine, you know, it brings a lot of light into our lives, right? Oh, grateful. Wonderful. So I wanted to, um, I wanted to, I guess, open up the show. If we could get a little bit of an idea of your personal story and what brought you to yoga and eventually to yoga therapy. Although you just mentioned you've been a yoga therapist since, um, God, since most of us <laughs> have even known before most of us even knew that yoga therapy was actually a thing. So yeah, can you give us a little bit of a, a little bit of a bio rundown of yourself and how how you found yourself here? Yeah, with pleasure. So um, my journey started with curiosity around uh, meditation. I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was 14. And I spent most of the year when I was 16 in the hospital in severe, severe pain uh, and resulted in some traumatic surgery. Um, and when I left the hospital, the doctor was like, you can't endure any stress. Like it was like a life and death situation. Like I was really sick. And I was like, okay. So I um, left the hospital and really very grateful that I was introduced to meditation when I was 16. And the first time I meditated, I loved it. It was like something that I felt um, like I had no idea that, it, you know, how wonderful the benefits were. But right away, I connected to that practice. Um, and that was really where my journey of discovering, you know, yoga and meditation. Really, it started with meditation, I have to say. Um, and later on, when I was... Um, I felt that I wanted also more community because at that point, meditation wasn't so popular. So we're, I'm talking back in the 80s. Uh, my parents actually thought that I joined a cult when I started to meditate because like nobody was meditating. I was like, I sometimes remember, I would like switch off all the lights and I was young, I was 16, I lived in the home and I would sit on the floor and meditate. My parents thought, oh, she's nuts. <laughs> and now it's amazing, right? Like the whole world and that's like the antidote to stress is this meditation. Um, and then yoga, I ended up doing a teacher training in yoga. I lived in Israel at the time just to connect with community, to connect with what is this deeper understanding of yoga philosophy and yoga movement. And so I've been doing that for a long time. Um, so I guess I, I finished that teacher training in 93 or 94. It was a three-year teacher training back then in Israel. So that's a wow. little bit about, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've been at it for some time. And uh, when you said you were sick and in the hospital, does this have to do with the Crohn's disease you were talking about? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, it was from Crohn's. Yeah, it was from Crohn's and I had surgery. And um, so yeah, the yoga journey for me was really healing my relationship with my body. And um, so yeah, that's really, I guess, the element of where the yoga therapy came in for me um, because living with so much trauma and pain and fear in the body um, the yoga was a gentle journey inwards 
to let go of some of that holding um, and trusting myself again, trusting the relationship with this physical body again. And did you have somebody at that time guiding you using yoga, yoga therapy to guide you? Or was it really you learned all of these tools and then you sort of experimented on yourself of how yoga therapy could could help you with healing the trauma and uh, better managing the autoimmune disease? Um, let's see. So my yoga training was actually a really rigorous yoga training. Um, but definitely that's where the healing, a big part of the healing journey began with my physical body. Um, and I would say the yoga therapy was many, many years of practice and watching bodies, learning bodies, learning different diseases, learning different ways. Like, I think it's the years of experience that really, you know, left me practice the way I practice today uh, and help my students the way I could help them today. Um, I've done so many different trainings and my background is in science, so I am a biologist. So that also helps a little bit, just understanding a little bit of the science and, you know, curious mind always studying. Okay, that's, uh, yeah, okay. So to speak to a biologist, yoga therapist about gut health, what can you, even the term gut health, um, I mean, I think I started to poke around with that just in becoming a mom and trying to understand my kids and how they were digesting and also uh, in studying Ayurveda. What can you tell maybe people who don't even know what that term gut health means? What is gut health? So, yeah, so I mean, one of the really key things is as simple as we could say, what is gut health? It's like learning to trust your gut. And mm. learning to also, like, I think if we just start on basics, um, most of us spend most of our time in our heads and um, we're always thinking, we're always doing. And to me, let's start with the really basics. Are we breathing in our bellies? And how is our belly today? Um, and only sometimes when people have indigestion or pain or discomfort, then there starts that dialogue with the, with the belly. So gut health is super, super key to our immune health. Um, you know, there's a really strong brain and gut connection for immune health, for resiliency, for like reactions. Like, how do we deal? I think that really we can look at this relationship right now with stress. It's like there's so much stress in the world. And um, in these unknown times, the really, to me, gut health is what's happening in your bacteria of your gut but also your digestion system and how things are flowing in your body. So, I mean, that's just a little bit, but I think on my personal story, what I could really add here is I was so disconnected from my gut because I didn't want to go there because I had so much pain and trauma there. So coming into relationship with um, this really, important place of um, digestion. And it's like, how do, you know, in Ayurveda, how do we digest our life, right? It's like that we need to have good digestion to absorb and to get the nutrients that we need um, and the immunity that we need. I'm wondering, this just popped into my mind and sorry, we didn't discuss it earlier, but um, 
Could you give us a little taste when you're talking about feeling down into the belly and checking down into what's going on with our gut? Could you could you give us a little couple of minutes of of uh, yeah. meditation slash guided? Uh, I'll, I'll, I assume you want me to close my eyes and anybody who's watching or listening can yeah. close their eyes as well. Yeah, I would actually recommend. We're not going to do it, you and I, but if people are watching live or later on, I would say lie down um, and do the practice. Really, really like allow yourself to lie down on your back. So if you have a minute, lie down on your back and Jenny and I will sit up. So just take a moment and arrive in the here and now. And take that moment to exhale all the way out. Take that nice full breath into your nose. And exhale all the way out. And I'm going to invite you, whether you're lying down or sitting up, to place both hands in the area of your belly. And then your next inhalation, just notice if there's movement and full breath in the belly. And on your exhale, just softening the belly. And we'll do that one more time. Inhale into the belly. And exhale out. And let's take another moment keeping our hands right now on our belly. And just listening to the wave of the breath. And let's the belly answer this question. How are you feeling today? Let the belly answer. Don't let your mind answer. Let your belly talk to you. How could I support you today? And trust these answers. Trust this guidance from your body talking to you. And just say thank you. Thank you for listening. And just open our eyes and come back into this moment. Wow, that could be a lot of information. That could be slightly overwhelming <laughs> to listen to the gut, to really not only listen, but we're, we're feeling and to answer from the belly, not the mind. That's uh, not not usually our, our habit, right? We're, as you, as you mentioned, we're up in the head so, so much. And I think the best way to make decisions and the best way to live our life is to understand how to, how to tune in and listen. That was awesome. Thank you so, so much. Do you um, do you guide people um, mostly when you're working in like I know in my yoga therapy practice it's a lot of one on one although one on one although it's quite possible to also do similar things as you just did in a group setting do you tend to work with people more uh, one on one or in group classes these days both 
so I have a private practice and I have group classes. Um, but in all my, you know, one-on-one, of course, it's better to, if you have a specific problem that we can work on together. Um, if you need more eyes on in your body, you know, also better, of course. Um, but my group classes, I, I really try to keep my eyes as much as I can on the students. And it's, it's always very somatic based as much as I can, just really letting, um, letting my students, myself to feel the organs of the body, like to really feel like what is happening, you know, in our heart, what's happening in our lungs, our liver, or, you know, our guts. Really, I'm very, um, really important to me. Just that's, that's how I feel, that's how I move. Um, I've been so afflicted by my gut, so it really uh, brought me so, like into that deep relationship, like how do I just let go? Um, how do I let go of the mind? You know, I'm an overthinker. I'm a perfectionist. I'm all of those things. Like so many of us are empathic, and so really, the body gives me that grounding, and I and I just bring my students back into that also really grounded place that they can use the wisdom of tuning in. So it doesn't sound like you're teaching a super intense Ashtanga or power yoga class. It sounds a lot more uh, yin based, a lot more restorative, sort of sticking to our mats. Are you are you teaching a dynamic practice in these ways, or is it really? I don't teach restorative. Um, I, some of my classes will be restorative, and I wouldn't call it yin either. So, um, but they're gentle and they're slow and. There's, there's flow, but it's, it always starts off really slow with a lot of sensory awareness tuning into the body. Yeah, but it's not a stanga. It's definitely not a stanga. <laughs> well, when you said that you had taken a very rigorous uh, training, I'm not sure if that's what you took when you were in Israel, but that was where, when I hear rigorous, I think of, you know, I think of Ashtanga or... Yeah, no, it was more, a, it was a younger base. Okay, anger gotcha. based. So, you know, it was like, you know, we had to spend like 30 minutes on headstand and all the variations, 30 minutes on shoulder stand, all the variations, and we'd be like watched. And, uh, you know, so it was like, it was, it was intense. It was definitely a very uh, rigorous training. But I'm grateful it, for it. Yeah, I mean, it all serves its purpose in, in different places. But it, this idea of yoga therapy, I remember going into it and yoga had in, in my life, I started practicing. I was a weird 16 year old too, Brandy. I was also alone with my incense and my parents didn't know if I was a, a witch or you know what, what it was doing. I don't know what I was doing either. I was, yeah. you know, we didn't have internet or, um, you know, there were maybe a book you could find somewhere, a weird book at the library. Um, uh, but mostly kind of left to our own devices and maybe a, maybe a VHS tape. And um, uh, I remember experimenting with these things from a very young age and, and sort of learning, learning on my own. And um, uh, I've, I totally lost my train of thought. I got lost in my memory as a weird 16 year old. Yeah. What was I talking yoga about? Thank you. So that said, uh, with those years of experience before I had even heard this term yoga therapy, um, when I studied with Karina Reisman a, a number of years ago at Yoga Resource, um, I kind of had come into it with the understanding that all yoga is therapeutic, and I think all yoga is therapeutic, but then when we're talking about the more vigorous versus the you know very slow and listening, I, 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 I think maybe it's a little bit different. Yeah, it's not not really a question, just an observation. Of course, if you have a pathology in the body and you're using certain um, certain 
movements to help. But then there's also styles of yoga that are perhaps aggravating. You know, again, I keep no problem with Ashtanga. I, I love it. But, you know, there are sometimes the repetitive movements that we're doing that end up cause, uh, causing some injury. So I have a question. This is a bizarre question. All right. Nothing to do with yoga therapy. Chris, Christopher, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to ignore your question and not even put it up there because it's boggling my mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll go back and revisit what the heck the drummer has yeah, to do with yeah. uh, with yoga therapy. That's great. Okay. So, and you also, Brandy, offer um, you specialize in women's health. I mean, we're talking about uh, uh, Crohn's disease, which affects everybody. But I do know that you also offer uh, programs specifically for women. Could you talk a little bit about your program? Yeah, for sure. My pleasure. So, um, yeah, I my journey as a yoga teacher, of course, like so many of ours, including, you know, I, I looked at your CV and all the things that you have studied and taken on, and it's just, like, amazing, the wealth of information. Uh, so one of the things I love to do is to really help um, bring women into their state of joy, connection to their body, connection to other sisters, Um so I started a program called Nourish Your Soul. It was right at the beginning of the pandemic when we were all like in the state of isolation. I was like, okay, let's connect virtually and let's work together on really uh, thriving. So it's a spiritual program. We meet on Sundays and we, we take on a theme every month. So this month is going to be manifestation. And I bring on a master teacher who also really focuses on that one subject. Next month, it'll be intuition. So that I have actually a Montrealer, Lisa Lejoie will be the master teacher. So I, we go on a journey together. Uh, so we do mindset, we do diet, we do Ayurveda, uh, sleep therapy, and we really take it on together. So it's like, we'll start the month off together with that theme in mind and we'll deeply investigate it. And um, there's yoga included in that. There's meditation included in that. And so it's really amazing. And then we wake up on Sunday and we just can't wait to like see each other. You know, it's like the closest thing to being together is just like all these beautiful faces that we've been together. New people have joined, but it started, um, I think the first session was in May of last year and everything's and recorded. And at that time, Brandy, you, like myself and everybody else around the world, when we went online with this stuff, of course, had, had no idea that we were going in for such a long haul, right? You put these things in place. Yeah. And um, I've personally found the, the silver lining. I, I would teach my prenatal or postnatal classes once or twice a week in the studio. And I knew the students because we would still do a check-in and we would see how everybody's doing and maybe have a tea after class. But the silver lining with the online stuff is is I know the students who are currently in my pre and postnatal yoga classes, I know this group of people so much better because it's like we have multiple times throughout the week that we can connect and we have a WhatsApp group going and we have a Facebook group going. And it's been actually incredible to see how, how much we can connect virtually. So I don't I know if that's that. been the same for you, but it seems uh, yeah. it seems like you have a nice group. Yeah, I have an amazing sisterhood group and it's always growing and amazing women come and it's also amazing because you could have people not only in Montreal like I've had people from California and Brazil um Ontario all over Canada so it's, it's really fantastic so, amazing yeah, so we'll put uh we'll put after the show the link to that program is that okay people it's ongoing yeah, and anybody sure. can uh, yeah join? anyone can join and I also started one other class which is interesting which my partner is also a yoga therapist and he's a regression therapist and we work together um, and we co-teach a class 
calls embracing connection. So it is a yoga class, but there's also that element of connecting to yourself, to the group, to your higher power. And so every week is a different theme about connection. So it's just oh, fun because we get to teach together. Yeah. Wow, what a nice opportunity. That's a dream. That's a dream relationship. That's so beautiful, Brandy. I yeah. was thinking before yeah. um, before you came on here of how and where we met. And of course, you know, Facebook is this infinite thing of having maybe we have 500 mutual friends in the yoga community. And the, the memory I have of us connecting was at, um, at Megan's uh, Buddha Bazaar a number of years ago. And I was hawking my book and you were there with your sukha sacks. And I, I, um, I, I don't know if it's a good time to talk about that or I don't yeah. know. I should have maybe oh, given you a heads up I if you have I'll, one I'll you can grab. Yeah, I do. I have lots of Great. I remember being uh, looking over at her booth. You know, we're in this bazaar where um, oh my God. everybody it's set good. up in booths and hers was just so beautiful and colorful. And I was very intrigued. Okay, she's going to get the whole stock. This is good. To no, know. no, 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 no. I'm not going to get the whole stock. It's just you're next to my bed. I'm in my bedroom. So I'm pulling out of my bed. My teeth are fast. Okay, like so this is, this, this is something that you use. You're not only oh making them God. for other people. So what do you so have yeah, there? Just, so what is sukha? Sukha is comfort and joy, right? In Sanskrit, is comfort and joy. So... Um, with autoimmune disease and, I, and with living with Crohn's, it, do, it doesn't go away. You know, my, sometimes I will have flare-ups. Um, and I had a few flare-ups about three years ago. And all I wanted was like something heavy on my belly to release the cramping. And I looked around and I really couldn't find anything. I said, okay, so I'll make one, something really, really heavy. So this is what it is. It's full of flaxseed. Um, you guys can see it. Yeah, as you can see, it. it's heavy. It's about four pounds, three to four pounds, and flaxseed and lavender, and you could heat it up in the oven or in the microwave. And as you know, like when we have cramps, it's really nice to have something weighted. And I also make like eye pillows. So, oh, you that know, is in, that's not sliding off your face. That's going to stay and yeah. wrap right around. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really, really long. I made it long enough to also cover the temple. And so okay. that there's no light. Like I love to do like guided relaxation or yoga nidra in the afternoon. Um, I'm always using it, especially on a day where there's so much light, you know, it's really nice to have that. And all the screen time, I think it's even more important that we do do rejuvenation for the eyes. Yeah, they're really fun products and all handmade. And do you ever use them in, are, and handmade in that, are you sewing them or? Yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. all yeah, right. Yeah. Math I, I skills, cut the fabric. I cut the fabric, so they're not always like you know. They're always a little bit different. Here, I have a few. I'm like I just great. I you know I'm always using them. This is just my bedroom. Sometimes I'm like with three of them. One on my feet, one on my head. Like I could spoil myself. It's <laughs> it's amazing. Like I've never. I should get I should get a sukkah sack. I've worked in studios where we've had sandbags, and it's the same. You you would be surprised how. Well, how grounding it is. Maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but how grounding it is to have that extra weight on you. It's a it's a great way to get right down and uh, and feel um, feel a connection with the earth. Yeah, and even your women, like your postnatal women, you know, when you get cramping after birth, like it's a nice thing to put on your belly. Yeah. Period cramps, you know. Yeah. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Brandy. Um, we're going to sign off in a moment here. Is there anything else that you wanted to share about yourself where people can find you? I have your website up here. Are your yoga classes, etc., available? All the information up there on yogawithbrandy.com? Yeah, everything is available. Um, you could just like also if you have any, if anybody's watching this and has questions just regarding digestive health, um, I'll be happy to answer them. I could check in and I just take care of yourself. You know, I think that we just have to keep listening to our bellies and listening to our bodies and the wisdom of yoga, wisdom of slowing down um, and really appreciating the time for self-care as much as we can. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Brandy. And hopefully uh, see you in real life at some point soon, if not on the internet. And uh, yeah. have a wonderful week, everybody. We will see you again soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.